0: Welcome to Play Paul's Turn. In this podcast, we discuss all things to do with TV, films, games, and literature. We give our thoughts on the media we've been enjoying, old or new, and comment on anything topical. Now, it's just me and um, Alex today. Um, circumstances have uh, contrived to reduce the numbers. I am suffering a little bit from the uh, the Lurgy Covid, so excuse me if I cough during the podcast. Um, I think Alex is in rude health. Are you alright, Alex?
1: Yeah, I'm alright. I'm not bad. It's hot.
0: But, it's hot, but then Yeah.
1: Englishmen always say that.
0: Yeah, Mad Dogs Englishman. Um, so yeah. we are recording uh, a day before the Amber and Red Alerts kick in in the UK. Um, just bearing in mind that we are not used to this heat, whereas other countries are. So if you're in America, which is like in the hundreds and laughing at us, well, we're not used to this. We, ha- we don't have aircon. Um, and uh, I'm hoping that we can cope the next hour in our non-aircon rooms before we have to give up. So... Um, We want to talk about um, a film we've both seen recently, which is Marvel's film, Thor, Love and Thunder. Um, So we'll have a quick uh, one word review of the film uh, before the spoilers. But before we do that, um, a a quick question for you and me. Alex, if you could be a god, what would you be the god of?
1: Yeah, I struggled with this one and then I, I realised it's it should be gadgets or possibly electronics. Um, and the reason for that is I feel like we need more modern gods. You know, war and, and stuff is great, but, you know, actually we need to bring it up to the 21st century. So what I thought is that I would be able to control and disable technology at will. So, you know, I could make your phone ring up your, um, your mother-in-law when you don't want it to. Um, and, and I would, you know, or, or, or you might be like, um, you know, about to buy something, uh, from McDonald's and I'd be, I'd just disable your phone. So you couldn't make that bad purchase. Um, I feel like I'd have, uh, Musk, Cook and Nadella on speed dial. So I could obviously talk to them and be telling (laughs) them that you want to do that. Well, I think, I think I'd be showing, telling them the direction they need to head, um, I'm not sure if Musk really would listen to that, but it's worth it's worth trying anyway. Um, and I think my kryptonite would be turning something off and on again. So it would have everyone would be like, oh, my God, this is awful. And then go, oh, wait a minute. And then press the power button and then turn it back on and go, oh, no, it's back again. It's fine. <laughs> so I, I feel like that's you've got to have a limit to your, your powers. So I feel like that would be fair.
0: Um, there was actually a character in a TV series called Heroes. Remember that the NBC superhero drama? Yeah,
1: I do. That's a while ago. I've almost
0: found uh, character called Micah Micah Saunders. Micah Saunders um, oh. played by Noah Gray Caby, who could basically control the internet and technology. Oh yeah. So he could, go, he could go up to a cash machine and just take money out whenever he wanted to. Just Take money out.
1: Yeah, that's um, that's nice. I like that.
0: He could just like you know um, appear on any television in the world, and uh, I think as he got older, he got more and more powerful. Um, but that'd be quite cool. So you, so a bit Me. like his powers. Yes, in yes, this world definitely. we live right now, you'd be probably the most powerful god of all, wouldn't you? Really, with technology. Um, I think. You probably I think would. so.
1: I feel like it would, uh, with all that power. I think I'd, I'd, I'd have to be an. If I was an egomaniac, that could all go to my head. But I'd have yep. to be like, yeah, you know, really subdued, and just be like, yeah, you know, they can screw it up, but. You know, if they really do anything bad, then then I'll then I'll get involved. And then you, know, you could you, know, you, have you to could worry put about your them.
0: hand outside of um, through every screen of every internet troll, just slap them around the cheeks, couldn't you?
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be <laughs> satisfying, wouldn't it? Just be like they're just about to post something, and it's just like no, and then big slap, and it's yeah. like oh okay.
0: <laughs> uh, maybe the, the screen would show that comic curse uh, panel from Batman where he slapped yeah. Robin as well. Yeah. I I would be the god of fridges. Because everyone's saying, God, I'm so hot. So they're literally calling me right out there and then um, (laughs) I'll call them down. Please make it less hot. It is so hot. So Mm. that's what I thought of really is being the (laughs) god of fridges. Nice, Um, uh, Bobby, uh, now Bobby, who can't be with us, he did actually write something down about this. And he said he'd be the god of fashion. And he just got one sentence here, which says there'd be no badly dressed people on my watch. So there you go. Um, That's very
1: good. I think. I think he has to start with the play, pause, turn hosts. And I think I think that would have to be something where we'd have to get
0: sorted. I'm not I'm not wearing a suit right now in this weather. No. Okay, so um, a nice quick opinion of the film before we do any spoilers. Okay, so if you do break this rule, there is a forfeit. All right. mm. And that forfeit is that you stand up and I blow and all your clothes get whipped off in one go all right Don't. so be careful what you say for me more than anything else so yeah. what is your what is your one word opinion of the film i really struggled
1: with a one word answer no this. you've
0: already broken that rule by saying i've I, really struggled
1: no no that's not fair <laughs> I'm, i do have a one word answer it's confused and i'll, okay. I'll caveat that later but that's my confused
0: okay mine is <sighs>
1: is that an is that a word or is it just a sound
0: uh, it, it's just a yawn. That's my word. Um, okay. Well we'll, well, we'll go into deeper detail about why we have given these responses. So we're gonna we're gonna head into spoiler material, spoiler territory. So you know, if you obviously if you've not seen a film, wait until you've seen a film. And I was trying to think of um, themes of questions for us to do with God. So um, we we normally go through the good and the bad. So first of all, Alex, which parts of the film did you think were godly, which means good?
1: Uh, um so the it's going to sound a bit bipolar this because it's going I'm going to talk about things and then I'm also going to criticize them later but um I thought that the locations were rich and like very fantastical they really popped out of the screen um I think that's just the uh, cinematography and the choice of of colors and stuff um there weren't apart from one section of the film there weren't any dull like visual moments Um, so I think I thought that was really good. I enjoyed the the dialogue when they weren't cracking jokes and I felt like it was quite tight, I think partly because they had quite a lot to crack through. And so I felt like when they got onto the actual uh, uh, plot line, they were like, right, well, we've got, we've got to cover this. We've got to cover that. So, um, and I thought that was good because it made it really, really tight in that respect. Um, I like the premise of God's being obliterated. And the god butcher I, I thought that was great because it's always good to have some stakes and you know it, it, that's not always apparent in in marvel so um so i thought that was good i did enjoy the gags including some of the really like cringe worthy ones like the goats and uh the clothes being flicked off um and the van damme moment was hysterical which we'll talk about a bit later on um so so honestly that was really high um the cancer storyline although it was heartbreaking i it was really nicely done um although some bits i have challenges on which we'll talk about later i just thought tackling that was was quite brave um and i love the music so there was a lot of a po- lot of positives that covers a lot of the film um but yeah that's the, there's a lot of good bits that come out of that
0: um yeah, I'm with you uh in terms of the looks. I mean, you know, you've, you've got mm-hmm. to hand it to to Marvel. Their 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 the their polish for their visual effects is very good. I I I, I do well, wonder and I don't want to kind uh,
1: kind of, but yeah. Yeah,
0: I do want I do wonder if I'm getting a little bit desensitized to to the color kind of the the, uh, the worlds of Marvel. Um uh, more on that later on, but um I have to be really honest. I I I'm struggling struggling a bit here because I I wanted to leave the movie before the end of the film. Ooh. And it's only for the sake of. I um, was having this discussion that I stayed and watched the whole film. Right. Um, I, that's I'm with quite you. quite serious, isn't it? Because that's yeah. not
1: that's not a small thing.
0: No, okay. I. Okay. I I enjoyed the music. I thought the music was very good, and I and I played the soundtrack on my drive home from the cinema. Um, nice. I and obviously when you when you when you search for the soundtrack, it, it, it's the instrumental one rather than all the Guns and Roses and um, yes. And so on, but it's still—I still, you know—I still do like a good epic soundtrack. Um I enjoyed Russell Crowe's accent. A lot of people are giving him grief for that. I thought, <laughs> I thought for me he was quite entertaining. I quite enjoyed that because it was actually for for a, a gravelly, not recently had much work Australian to produce an accent that I thought was actually quite... I mean, it wasn't obviously authentic, but it was it was kind of a hilarious kind of... It wasn't uh, meant to be Scandi. serious. No, exactly. This is no. the point.
1: If, if you took it seriously, it, you, you yeah. completely missed the whole point of his character. But yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. That was quite funny. And also a bit unexpected because you didn't know how he would come across because he's, he's done some you know, accents on things like Gladiator and stuff that have got real impact and then this was yeah. not that. So <laughs> I quite
0: I quite liked um, Oh my god. Um, I always forget his name. Always. Um Chappie plays Gore. Christian, Bale. Oh, Christian, Bale. Christian, Christian Bell. Christian Bell, Bale. yeah. I don't yeah. know why I always forget his name. I quite liked him. I I I could see him struggling not to overact a little bit. Um in that, you know, how he's a very bit of a method actor. Yes. But I think I think I, I liked him as a kind of a foil to everyone else. And I, I almost wished we could see more of him in the film. Um, we, we, and we may do another Marvel film. There must
1: know. have been more of him. I think so, I, yeah. I suspect that there's quite a lot on the cutting room floor yeah. that that may come out in, um, you know, deleted scenes and stuff.
0: Well, I mean, speaking of sort of scenes, deleted scenes, the, one of my favourite points of, this, of the film were... Was the 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 post credit scene where where Breta Breta Goldstein who plays Roy from Ted Lasso Turn up as oh, Hercules? Right. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That made me laugh the most because, <laughs> and I won't say it on our podcast because we're not we're not a um, a potty mouth podcast. But you know what his language is like in Ted Lasso. If you've not yeah. seen Ted Lasso, go and see Ted Lasso. It's excellent. But he he he's quite um, expletive laden, uh, quite colourful language. I just thought you'd turn around and go, "Oh blimey, beep me!" When he when he you know. <laughs> Oh, I'm in a film. Oh, what's going on? <laughs> I expected that always to happen, but um, I, I presume he's going to be featured um, in later Marvel movies, isn't there? Uh, yes, the Marvels. A... There, there Marvels? is a, the Marvels um, with um, and... Duck, Captain Marvel and Miss um, Marvel. Yes, yes, there will... yeah.
1: is that. I'm not sure whether Hercules will come in that one or whether he'll come somewhere else, but oh, um, but yeah, he's run. definitely coming at some point.
0: Um, you know, I mean, it was it was a fair romp. I, I just. So what I, I, made you
1: want to leave? Because that's like, I mean, it was it just it was it just that it 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 wasn't like there was nothing compelling about it or what?
0: Well, let's 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 talk about the um, the, the the negatives. I mean, okay, okay. Well, we can we, we can we can circle back if you want to because there are yeah. I, I visually I thought it was very nice and you uh-huh. know and there were some uh, some funny bits in it which I I, I cheated out when when um, under his breath when um, Korg mentioned that. Um, well, it looks more like a corset to me. That oh, yeah. I thought that I thought that was quite funny when when <laughs> yeah. he made a penis joke. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I just I don't think for me I was that taken by the storyline. Mm. Uh, and we'll talk about some of the I think some of the jarring um, aspects of the story um, when we talk about our section where the films the film gets deserves to get stuck by the necro sword, which is on exception, yeah. but. Um, I, I I just remember it's not often I think to myself I, I wouldn't be wouldn't be a problem to leave now. I wonder if that's because I know later on I can rewatch it on on uh, Disney Plus. Yes. Whereas if it, if it was a film that I wouldn't see for a long time until it came to streaming, I just felt like uh, you know what I could be doing something else now. And I've never felt that. Mm-hmm. I've not felt like that from a, in, in a film for a long time. Yes. Um. So that that's kind of my feeling. I just wasn't bothered about the storyline. I knew the kids would be all right. Yes. Disney not, Marvel, Disney are not going to have a film where kids get killed, are they? No. In, in high numbers, at least anyway. No. Um, I've watched something else recently where, where children get killed. We, we will be discussing in a, in a future podcast, which I've been mm. very, very interested in. M- much more than this film, but we'll talk about that another time. Um, so let's, let's look at what we... We should have started with the negative, but we're going, to start, we're going to finish with the negatives in some respect. Where were the problems for you, Alex, in this film? So I think I think you're right about the story
1: and I think so I struggled with the the villain not because of and this is the bit where it sounds really confusing because um Christian Bale's performance was great mm. um but it it felt like he was operating in a completely separate film like like it was almost like they sort of said um uh, this is happening, um, uh, and 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 he's been wronged, and now he's going after all gods. And then you just went straight back to um, the the gang doing something Willy quite jokes. humorous. Yeah. And and the the thing is, there was no. It wasn't just how it flipped between it, but it, it kind of, it it kind of sullied the work that Christian Bauer was doing because you I ended mean- up saying, "Well, hang on a minute, like." what's the point like it it, and i I think that was the problem it felt very for me it felt very much like gore was like a textbook uh villain that they'd they'd just plonked in with no prep no no grounding and then you could tell that they wouldn't have anything later on we'll talk about the ending because there's a a, a bit there but um but it it just felt like there was no consequence to it so for a lot of it i was just like yeah this is ticking along and I don't care about him. I don't care about the other people. You know, it, it, I, didn't, I wasn't invested in, in their plight and what they were doing. I was just seeing it through.
0: I, I mean, I think the film actually started really well. I was really interested with the beginning of the film. I with that was
1: with a, the Gore introduction. Yeah, I thought that was a really strong yeah. start because it was yeah, unusual. No, it, was. It, was, it wasn't it, a, it was a good picking start.
0: up from where Marvel left off. It, was, it, it had me, especially with that kind of conversation with the, the first God, I thought that was really interesting, quite dark. You know, and
1: but it, but it was so separate from the rest of the yeah. film, and I felt like every time they tried to integrate it, um, it didn't quite work. And I, I think, I think honestly, that's not Christian Bale's fault. I felt like that was Taika Watiti's fault because I felt like he should have uh, better grounded like what Gore was doing and his impact to the team. And and they couldn't because the teams all basically invulnerable now. You can't get rid of any of them, and the, so it didn't feel like anything. You know, there were any stakes, and even when they took all the kids, which is a bit of a classic trope. Yeah, I, I did feel I did feel like it was like, yeah, they're fine. You know, I, it, it honestly didn't feel like, oh my god, what had they, what he's done? Because you could tell that it was just like another part of the ploy. It, it just, I think that was my main problem with the the film was it was just like um watching two separate things maybe if if gore had actually hammed it up a bit more and they'd found a way of of, of better putting the two together we would just go okay so so this don't you know it, uh, switch off your brain and just just enjoy the dice well, bits
0: i'll give you an example of, of a master class where the villain is just as mm-hmm. humorous as the heroes and in fact this villain i'm going to give you an example of looks almost exactly like gore and that is um, the Grim Reaper from Bill and Ted. Oh yeah, good. It cool. actually looks like Gore as well because of Gore's kind of yeah, Grim yeah. Reapery. Um, who starts off being quite evil, but you know becomes uh, kind of a sidekick, a, a, f- a fun friend in the the following films. And I think yeah. that I enjoyed that more because I because you know the whole thing is a pastiche, really. Yes. Uh, you know, and it, I I found it infuriating that both Thor, that's uh, male Thor and female Thor, were both a, a bit stupid.
1: There was a real change. It Does that was make almost sense? yeah, it was almost like when they had well, it for 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 Christian Hemsworth he, he was permanently a bit it less he lost some IQ. Yeah. And then for Jane it was almost like when she put the uh suit on she she was all of a sudden a a, a, a little bit ditzier, blonde yeah and it, it really distracted you because you were just like no she's written <laughs> books about astrophysics she's a, she, you know, she's, she's, a,
0: she's a big she, brain lady you know. yeah
1: exactly and and yeah of course she can have a laugh and all that that's all good but but it just it was weird wasn't it
0: yeah and that's and that's why they put the children in plight they couldn't put another lady in plight like of films of right. your back in you know back in the Hollywood days of every Damsel in distress had to be a you know a woman. That's mm. why it was children this time. And I think they, I think they, they're struggling to find a more modern story. Yes. And I don't think again. I don't think Disney want to be accused of being woke, um, mm. which is a shame because um, a lot of people are scared now being called that when actually, you mm. know, that's just just caring about people, really, isn't it? Yeah, but, yeah, um, of course. You know, so. <sighs> I, I just felt like it was a bit of a mess tonally. And I think you mentioned that as yeah. well, actually, in your, in your notes. But, oh, um yeah, completely. Um, I, think, I yeah.
1: think for me, yeah, the thing that... What what worried me was, like, it was basically... What were the things that we learnt from this film? Um, and there are some positives, which we'll come on to. But in the negatives, it's basically, don't get cancer... Mm-hmm. And don't meet your heroes because you'll
0: be disappointed. Yeah,
1: and that's that's not
0: a great like. And don't don't live in Asgard really either. Yeah, I mean, and Asgard's you know, pretty dangerous. Yeah, it's kind of so a, a flag, isn't it? To come, yeah, and, come and take yeah. me out.
1: So I, I, but I just felt like it was, the, you know, the lessons, and we didn't, we didn't really feel like we got lessons over some of the really deep bits. Um, we do have some progression for Gore, but for Jane. It was just a sad story uh, uh, of 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 how cancer has, you know, affected her life, and and that didn't feel to me like something like a lesson that I needed to know. I know that already.
0: Thanks. I mean, um, she, her story is way better in the comics, and you know, this is this yeah. is this is a kind of lament for every Marvel comic mm-hmm. reader, isn't it? There's, comics are always always better because you're not limited by budget, you're not limited by actors, and you, you can draw what you want. I mean, there was a couple yeah. of nice scenes in in the film if you read the comics, where which are almost carbon copy frames. Mm-hmm. From the comic, like there's the the, the uh, image in the snow with Thor and Korg standing on that mount looking at the, the large sort of dinosaur creature that had been killed that was a god. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and he, oh, he looks a bit scary, is not he? And Thor said, well, actually, he's quite nice, actually. That's actually yeah. from the comic, and that's really nice. But there's some amazing stuff with um, Jane Foster Thor. Mm-hmm. There's some cool things about Th- Thor being upset about not having a hammer and. Yeah, which which humanises him, which makes you want to, you know, empathise with his plight more, and it just felt yes. much more like a Saturday morning cartoon for me. Um, yeah, it, it's you know. weird
1: because when you write this down and you write down like how did they address these things, and like for example the humour, and you think about back about this, you think, well, there is humour for Jane, because um, uh, she was talking about her catchphrase, for example. Yeah. But these things didn't land, or they just didn't land properly. And I felt like the only person that we can blame for that is Taika Wattiti, because yeah. I don't feel like it's the, the actor's fault. I feel like, you know, he's he's timed things wrong. Um, and I think that's what makes it frustrating, because you look at it on paper and you go, yeah, it's a whirlwind story, and we've got some real peril, and things happen. And we go, oh, cool, that's a tick then. I'll mm. green like that. And then when you watch it, you, you you kind of go, I'm I'm angry, but I don't. It's really hard to explain why I'm angry because it's like you took something that could be really good and you've you've made something that was was enjoyable, but still frustrating. And it's that frustrating bit that, that kind of takes the shine off it a bit. Yeah.
0: So let's, let's let's talk about how the the actors have been used. I mean, there's been a lot of discussion about poor old Tessa Thompson, who mm-hmm. um, I felt a bit sidelined in this film. Um yeah. I I was a bit confused that um we didn't have in the final battle scene we didn't have Valkyrie who is literally you know she's she her her, her warrior being a warrior is her thing and she takes yeah. she's meant to be transporting the dead to Valhalla you know that's one of the things that the Valkyries do um instead I mean it, it was sweet that she was kind of the the, the king of Asgard and more mm. of an administrator than anything else and everyone turned to her for for help and advice but it I just felt like she could have been so much more epic and used in this film it it did feel like for some of it she was just
1: written out yeah. like you know uh just windows oh her, yeah so. sorry i've got i've got i've got my um, i've busted my leg yeah uh, i think it was and um and it did feel like very much like well what happened like could she not do it or you know was there a problem but if that was always planned, then it just didn't feel like it made sense
0: what are your thoughts on the other actors? Alex
1: um so i i i, I like natalie portman's performance um i i didn't think she would come back to thor so i was pleased when we found out that she would come back um i really liked some of the smaller moments that she had where she was talking to um the other patient next to yeah, her about, really about that and it was really nice because i was mm. just like this is you know she got to say 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 some you know, clever stuff about wormholes, but, but do it with her own book, which felt funny and and that, genuine.
0: That felt like the most genuine, down to earth scene of the whole film for me. Yes. Yeah. Um, it, okay. Anything else? Because it
1: wasn't staged as well. No. It just it felt felt really. Yeah. And I think that's where what Jane is actually really good at. Um, and I felt like that would would have grounded um, uh, would have grounded uh, Thor's sort of. Extravagance or or kind of just going off, and but it it didn't really work that way, so um, yeah, what else did I have? Um, I just felt like Christian Bale was, was uh, massively, I I felt like he, he was, he was, um, uh, he would have given it such gravitas. And well, it's very Shakespearean, isn't it? He's very Shakespearean, yeah, exactly. And I feel Um, like he, he probably needed to go and talk, he, he probably just needed to go and have. Um, uh, a conversation with Russell Crowe, and then basically, Russell Crowe says, No, I, I'm dealing with it this way because it's not that kind of film. And, and it, but it would have, I mean, it wouldn't have ruined it in a different way, but, um, but yeah, it just, it, it, it was, I felt like he wasn't the right character. There should have been someone else that maybe could have better played that. We could have given him something me to someone else, you know, there wasn't, I just, it, it wasn't his fault. I felt like the fault was very much the film, uh, but, but I think that's his, his challenge is his, do light Christian Bell because you, you've been, you know, wronged by, by, um, by gods and you've, uh, uh, by the, the um, belief of gods and well, they, you've lost your daughter. Yeah, it's like, well, we can't do that. Yeah.
0: They're pitching a sympathetic villain again, aren't they? They're trying yeah. to anyway.
1: Yeah. Um, it was difficult for him.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, Natalie for Portman's always nice to watch. Um, she's got a good range, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I, 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 I'm not sure she needs to be the comic relief as well in films. I think maybe that's yeah. ugh, it's a, it's a strange kind of uh, balance. But yeah, I mean Hemsworth, he was Thor. It's his character, and and he's kind of played that throughout the films, maybe to a lesser degree. So I can't really blame him for being doing what he's been doing. I I, I do I am concerned. And you know, there's news about um, possibly YTT Star Wars film being cancelled, and I wonder if that really? news, yeah. Well, it's uncertain. I wonder if perhaps the the feedback from this film has influenced that a little bit as well, because I'm not sure. I'm not sure this humour at this level will would fit a Star Wars film. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think probably they'll have to take the reins a bit more. Yeah. Than than maybe they were thinking they had they had you know I think that's one of the challenges is if you give someone like Taika Waititi free reign... It, it, this just shows that it doesn't always go like absolutely great. As a money money um, uh, spinner, this is great. Like yeah. it's it's still going to earn
0: uh, Marvel oh, loads on. of money. Give, give us the figures. Go on. <laughs> give it a, um, a spot there.
1: Oh yeah, you have, put, you have. whilst you're looking, spot. have a um, look for it now. Oh yeah, yeah I've got them now. So I mean, yeah. Opening weekend was one hundred and forty-five thousand in the US alone. It's grossed pretty close to half thousand. a billion. Sorry, million. um 145 million. Right. Um and it's grossed uh four hundred uh it's close to half half a billion already, and its budget was um two hundred and fifty thousand uh sorry, two hundred and fifty mil, mil So it so will make a profit. Money. It will probably won't be a billion like like um uh, like some of the other stuff, but it's yeah, it, it's it's doing well and it's not like a key. This this has always been an extra. One hasn't it? It's always yeah. stood on its own, so so I it's not done bad at all. Um, and for a lot of the people watch it, they'll be like, Yeah, this delivered most of what I i had in uh, Ragnarok. So, uh,
0: yeah, it's I think they're saying it's the fifth most um highest grossing Marvel movie, which is yeah. not bad considering I, but but mm. everything gets more
1: expensive, so yeah. it's like it's easier in a way, and more people like as you grow through Marvel. More people, you're bringing more people along with the on that journey, so it's not as hard to do a, a, the highest grossing as it used to be. So, I feel like I feel like it's it's this, this isn't you know, this isn't um, uh, like as bad like Eternals or anything, but it's just I don't think it would be this might be a civil
0: war or something. Mm. I mean, Eternals have other issues, I think. I think they yeah. just oh, yeah, it's a bit of a misstep in terms of the actual c- yeah. content, the material they use there. Mm um so we talked a little bit about the design and vfx i i mean the, the big the big story at the moment is that a lot of the vfx artists are calling out marvel even ones that actually worked or have worked in the past for marvel about yeah. working conditions mm. um and it's kind of started from the criticisms of that fight scene from um black panther okay at the end of black panther when um the two the two main characters fight on that sort of monorail yeah. um and i see i i, I follow a lot of um, vfx artists uh mm-hmm. youtube channels and so i i see a lot of breakdowns and a lot of the explanations are that uh mu- much like crunch in video games development a lot of the um, teams of artists are doing quite a lot of work uh longer hours than necessary but for less pay mm-hmm. and as you said before that you know movies get more expensive and i wonder if Marvel perhaps are in terms of balancing their books and maybe cutting a bit off here and there for the VFX, which seems to me um, strange because you know these these movies are famous for their effects. They they are big mm-hmm. blockbuster special effects movies, and you know if you look back at um, the most recent Doctor Strange film, I thought that was really solid in terms of effects. Yes, um, and you know there are plenty of scenes in this film as the, you know they they enter the the world of the gods it kind of looks like uh, an m c escher painting with more grass and plants, doesn't it really or a mm-hmm. you know a scene from labyrinth all the steps in different directions that looked really nice you you, you said earlier on that you, there were some scenes that you felt were a little bit not janky but um kind of weren't as pleasing as normal
1: yeah it's it's i think the thing is they they um really hyped up the they really hyped up the HDR. So, yeah. so when you were watching it on, in a cinema, it just melt that meant that, um, you know, there was lots of contrast between sort of dark and high bits, but they did that a lot with color as well, which is, yeah. which is good. Um, but I think, I think the thing is there's also really, um, lazy bits. So I think some of the, you know, fights, uh, some of the, um, what was it? The bit, the moment when the glass, um, uh, temple that the um, oh, yeah, it drops Thor and that completely t- really just dropped, so it didn't feel like it was connected to the whole thing, it re- really was pasted in the background, yeah. And and I felt like a lot of those were you know, it, I think it was partly because there were some 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 visual um gags, you know, want this to happen, we want this to happen, we want this to happen, but because they were very focused on getting into the next thing. I felt like they didn't really you know, come back and say, no, that's not working properly. This didn't work. So it felt like some bits of the CGI um, were like quite obvious, like lazy editing where, where it kind of it felt pasted or it felt, you know, even the, the Bifrost was pretty good. But but some of the uh, areas with the goats, for example, they just felt really fake. Um, and we know they're fake. It's not like we're not expecting no. it to be perfect, but I felt like there's there's a level of quality that wasn't there as much as as we might we might like. I mean, they did say that um, part of the issue here could have been uh, COVID as well, because this was this all happened over COVID, um, and I think I think also there's a lot there's a bit of a reliance on um, using the volume. And I felt like some of this would have been better as practical effects. Um, I, I, I couldn't tell which bits were practical and which weren't, but it was, you know, the, the, I think the problem was it didn't fit. And this is the thing, you, you, the difference between completely CGI um, and going to fully practical is that, you know, it didn't feel real enough in, in a lot of areas where it could have, if they'd have just spent a little bit more time focusing on how they were going to do that and and, and, and focus on that. But it felt like very much like a, a machine. It felt like it was it was churned out.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, 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 there's a difference between um, all green screens out of the Star Wars prequels. Yeah. And using the volume as a backdrop to a lot of practical effects and scenery like they use in The Mandalorian, which is a lot mm-hmm. of that was real stuff mm-hmm. brought into the studio with the volume as a sort of a lighting and background effect almost. mm um Mm. and so you you get that sort of realism as you say I mean this again I'm with you we're not expecting realism here but let me give you a really good example I mentioned another tv series I've been watching recently earlier on when we talked about the children being kidnapped Mm -hmm. which we'll probably talk about in our podcasts I'm I'm working my way through it and I'm absolutely adoring it and that is the Orville oh right yes and I've been watching that because obviously Orville's on Disney plus um And uh, I watched the first two series um, when it was on Now TV or wherever it was. I was watching it. Now it's now it's been bought by Disney as part of their extra stuff. Um, and I have been really, really blown away by how good the special effects in that series are. I mean, really blown away. The something they've done with that. I mean, it looks so good on a 4K TV hmm. and so polished, uh, but also so believable for a space series. And it made it me fell. think. It made me oh, think cool. about the effects um, in uh, the Marvel in uh, the Thor film because a lot of a lot of the stuff that you see uh, in the Orville is um, through a view screen or with windows going past. You've, got, you've still got a lot of real sets, and they've spent a lot mm-hmm. of money on that new, that new mm-hmm. set. Um, and it's not you know the interiors aren't as detailed as, as Star Wars or other, or you know Alien films. They're a bit they're kind of Tonka toy interiors, but they they work really well with the series. And they've really thought about the design and how it fits in with the, the storylines and the cast. Because just like Star Trek, I and mean, Orville Orville's obviously modeled on Star Trek, it's it's about the people, not the not the sets. But they've, they've really made that look authentic. Uh, what I it like looks, about better that. It's yeah, looks better yeah. than Star Trek. It's better than Star Trek, Stranger Worlds and Discover, I think, actually.
1: I, I think what I like about... Uh, we're going to talk about the Orville later, yeah. but what I like about it is that there are moments where they've spent time and money on cgi yeah but they actually let it breathe yeah and that helps you not just appreciate it but you actually get in, in you get further into the action and into the point of where they are and what that that you know what's happening so it might be something really simple like you know the the ship uh uh coming out of dock after its refit or something um but they they genuinely they'll give it 30 seconds which yeah. sounds like a long amount of time and they have got good orchestra, orchestra, um, orchestral yeah, got, music, and and it, what it does is it just builds atmosphere that you can. And it doesn't, you know, we're not sitting there going, "Oh, well, I think that's practical," you know, or, or "I think that could really work." But it gives it enough time that you kind of go, "Oh, I'm just enjoying this now." And that's what what felt missed here is that yeah. some of the CGI was was in there and then blink and you miss it. And the problem is that actually sometimes it, it was just for a visual gag. And I felt like if it's a visual gag and you you miss it that quickly, then you know it's kind of wasted.
0: Give an example. They must have spent, I mean, a huge amount of money on those screaming goats. Yeah. Now, I had my memory jogged about why those screaming goats were funny. When I saw the film, I didn't think they were funny. I thought they were annoying. Then I uh, watched because you sent me the the, the usual pitch meeting uh, YouTube video that does all the you know character assassination of the film. So it's very funny. Um, And they then reminded me of what that was based on a meme, the screaming goat Mm. meme. I remember seeing those. Mm -hmm. But that was, as I say in the the picture, that was 10 years ago. Yeah. Now, long enough for me to forget and say, why is this funny? What's going on here? Obviously, a a lot of younger people, (laughs) this is me being old, a lot of young people would have have remembered that meme and thought, that's hilarious. But it just didn't, it didn't work. It, it, It felt so out of place and silly well
1: also it was one of those things that they used it again and again and again and the thing is that like there was lots of bits in thor love and thunder that had a chuckle you know even if they were like oh look look, yeah he's cropped his clothes okay yeah i shouldn't laugh but that is funny um uh, you know and then then the popcorn gag and stuff like that but then they kept doing it they kept adding to these things they kept and it just felt like like we got, we we got it. We, it's not that's meant to be like a small piece, not a big piece. The the, the storyline and what happens is meant to be the big thing, not not the gags. And and I felt like that was lost a bit.
0: So um I, I think we'll we'll skirt over the whole uh, cancer story, storyline we talked about that mm. I I think yes. uh, I think uh, there's there's two points of view here I think some people talked about maybe there should have been a trigger warning for the film and maybe that's I think maybe that's over um it's over uh, it's hard to Overly explain over sensitive this really. Over-sensitive. yeah well, I, think, I do
1: I do think it's 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 valid but also I think you this is a movie yeah it's going to it's going to cover um Real life topics, some of them are going to be a bit sensitive, but mainly for those that have been affected by that. Um, it, it's not Disney's responsibility to cover that, it is the same as um, Guardian Galaxy, the first uh, or second Guardian Galaxy, yeah, where his mum dies, yeah, yeah, and and it's a similar thing, you know, if your mum has died, you're going to find that bit a bit hard. But that that doesn't mean that you need to have a trigger warning. that says, "Oh, by the way, this might happen and that I mean, might
0: happen." It is sadly a very very common fact of life. I mean, I yes. had a recent close member of my family um, die from cancer, and I, I wasn't mm-hmm. offended by this film. And I thought it was actually quite nice to see more awareness of it. More than anything yes, else. I I just and treat it as the, a sort of as a as a, a facet of life. You know, the thing
1: is, I and and that's without we're not going to dwell on it. But the thing no. the thing for me was. Um, the futile nature of cancer wasn't really respected in in this I think it really felt like it was it was a throwaway element and and it I think we we needed a bit more time to to do that but we didn't have it and I think that's what where where it was some people would be like oh well why did you put it in then or why was it that way um so I think that's that's the challenges that's the bits that you should have dwelled a little bit more on they didn't and then the bits that that really weren't that important, it felt like they really over 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 dwelled dwelled on that. It's just it it's just that balance, and that is yep. solely about editing and about uh, directing.
0: I think the personality of Taika Waititi really comes out in, yeah. in this respect, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay, so um, finally, let's let's speculate a bit about about the next stage. Now, I I haven't got we're currently in phase four, aren't we? Yes. I, I I'm finding phase four. Give or take a couple of films, not as strong as the other films at the moment.
1: We don't yet have it, it coming together yet. No. Um so it feels very much like um, lots of strands of spaghetti that haven't yet made it to the bowl. And and, and, and and without that, you know, without that bit that you can see coming up, it's quite hard to get excited about that.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean they gave us a roadmap a while ago, didn't they? Um yes. So so far in phase four, we've got through. It started with one division, and it's gone through. I mean, Black Widow, I I thought was fine. I enjoyed that. The um, yeah. Eternals kind of fell flat a little bit for most people. Mm-hmm. Um, Spider Man No Way Spider No Way Home was very good. Yes, very on good. On the whole, I I struggle with Moon Knight. Okay. Um, Doctor Strange, I enjoyed. Uh, we yes. talked about that on our previous podcast. I think for me, the strongest thing has been Miss Marvel. Um, which we can talk about, it, absolutely. With with the, with the gang later on because I think we that's one we need to talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Thor: Love and Thunder, I think, is the final film of state of Phase Four, isn't it? Um,
1: no, because we've got more. We've coming. got
0: I am Groot, haven't we? Coming and She Hulk. Yeah, um, but the thing
1: is, there's there are big. So they've outlined Phase Four, and we've also, also got Roe, Miss, the there? Marvels as well. I yeah. Don't forget. Oh yes. Um, so so we have outlined that and, and probably when you get to the end of the Marvels, some things will become clear um, but but that's the thing we're all guessing because actually these storylines are very disparate and, and what was nice about um, Avengers is that it did have bring us along on a bit of a journey Yeah. particularly more, particularly obviously when we linear gone. narrative wasn't it really yeah exactly and I feel yeah. like that's what's lacking right now um, but I think also partly because they're they're not just doing it for film. They're also doing it for Disney plus. And so I feel like their attention and focus is split a little bit. Um, yeah. I'll th- get better as, as, as we get through some of the later ones.
0: I think the TV has been stronger than the film in this current phase, mm-hmm. to be honest. I mean, Loki yeah. was really good. I really enjoyed Loki. One division. Um, I mean, Hawkeye was really, I really enjoyed Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, you know, Miss um, Marvel has been excellent. So, we, we, we get some hints at the end of Thor about what's going on next. Obviously, um, Thor has annoyed Zeus, um, and Zeus yeah. is on some sort of vendetta to, to, to get him, and he's sending off off um, his son, Hercules, which we see mm-hmm. in this sort of extra little bit at the end of the credits. Um, what are your thoughts about what happens next, just just following on from this film and how it's going to kind of slot into the other films? Any, any um, ideas?
1: Yeah, I...
0: Should we have any more Thor, to be honest?
1: I think, I think Thor needs a bit of a reset, and and it, I think it will get that because of uh, uh, love and how they've introduced yeah. her. Um, but that's good because it really desperately needs that. I think the only difference is. Um,
0: will she be part need... of the Young Avengers? Do you think?
1: Yeah, I think she will. Yeah, yeah. I think she will, and I think um, at the end, maybe at the end of the Marvels, Miss Marvel will have. Um, somewhere to go and then I can see it and see that kind of aligning for either the next phase or, or or like the culmination of of um of phase four um how how um it fits is it, it like Hercules fits is really really a bit confusing and and I think there's there's a quite a few open strands that Marvel have created that we don't know whether they're going to go anywhere or not which is why you know, although there are, for comic readers, there's quite a lot about Hercules that he was mm. introduced, uh, as a non-comic reader, I I didn't know any of that, so it just felt really throwaway. Now, uh, that's a bit of a problem, because... It was so like, quick, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it was quick. And you couldn't quick.
0: really, you couldn't really hear what you said. Yes. Um... So you've I, had to got, watch, I had to watch the credits to find Brett Goldstein yeah. to see what his, what character he yeah. was because his accent uh, I, I was confused I, I thought he said Achilles or Hercules Arch, or yes. it's very confusing you catch yeah. it and you, it's blinking you miss it wouldn't it really
1: but you've got so you've got Eros coming up you've got Hercules um, so you've got them them um, uh, hanging around and and you've also got uh, Adam from uh, Guardians that's coming yeah. up that's um, that so Harry, was that
0: Harry Styles character.
1: No, um, Harry Styles was there, Eros.
0: Oh, right, he was Eros. Okay.
1: Um, and then, and then, um, I can't remember who was... Uh, He's Thanos'
0: brother, isn't he, Eros?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. purple, So, though. no, he wasn't at all. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so no, but that's, that's things thing. So they've got all of this whirling around, and, and I think, like, hopefully Guardians 4 will help with that, or Guardians 3, I can't remember, but that will hopefully help with it, um but it just it just really feels like they're all over the place and it's just that that aligning needs to happen now mm. um for for us to help uh like get invested in it because otherwise you know all these things are going to happen in their own world and we're just going to end up just going oh okay then you know it it just it i think it's it's hard to do an end game again yeah um and we have some thoughts of it being uh, a multiverse war um and, the... and we've got some thoughts around that but it's it's just it secret war yes that's it yeah. yeah secret war that's the comic um comic that we think is coming yeah um uh, but the thing is that's that's awesome but it's like you've got to got to give us a little bit more than just that you've got to uh, tease it in other places and just make sure that we've got enough you know that we we can go oh actually that must be important what's that about oh well when i see them again like we did with the, when um, uh, Captain Marvel was introduced, it was it was it was a small piece, but then it just kind of reoccurred a couple of times, and then all of a sudden it was like, yeah, that means something, that's important. Whereas at the moment, there's so much happening, nothing feels important. Do you moment. think
0: Marvel will will rein it in a bit and bring a sort of focus to the characters? Do you think? I mean, I I am currently way more invested in the characters in the Orville than I am in the Marvel universe, mm. but that's one mm. series. It's easy to be yeah. invested in that. Do you think Marvel will perhaps? Maybe um, sort of hone down what's going on.
1: I don't know because the problem so is money involved, in not there? Yeah, the the thing is, they've got this m- machine to create many, many, you know, and and it's growing constantly. And at some point, you've got to bring it bring it back slightly. But there's no incentive for them to do that because it always makes money. But mm. like Captain Marvel, for example, we're going to see her in the the Marvels. I really hope that we can get more about her and and how she beds in. Maybe she becomes a new Captain America. I don't know. Maybe in terms of like being the more of the leader around the the wider group. Um, but at the moment, everyone seems to be in disparate films that don't connect ju- like just yet. And and while they're enjoyable films, it does, just doesn't feel coherent enough. Um, well, and I think that's what the Avengers had, although yeah. we might not like. You know, we might go, oh, you know, some of them are good and some of them are bad. The Avengers always felt like it was the guide that that took us on that. Um, and we just don't have that right now. So,
0: Yeah, I guess we have to just be patient, really. I mm. mean, um, I'm quite looking forward to She-Hulk.
1: Yes. So there's um, some great, great things. she She yeah. going to be, be really good. Um, and some, there's some great actors that are getting in. Um, Jameela Jamil was in, in yeah. that. So I'm look, really looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, so, so there's all these really good bits, and so all we're really asking Marvel to do is to just give us a little bit more focus on where some bit of these bits tie in, and if they can do that, then all I think everyone will be like, oh, oh, oh it's coming, this is coming now, we've got to get ready, you know, and I think then, then they've got us again, and they can do another big um, uh, sort of big culmination like they did for Endgame, but we'll oh, see
0: yeah i mean uh, the, the challenge i have is obviously with black panther there's no um you can't you can't have to ch- to show on it as himself anymore yeah um that's a real shame it's a real shame in fact his last um appearance was in the what if as the as yes. the um star lord black mm-hmm. panther um yeah so parole Chadwick bozeman um we won't see him again, so perhaps Shuri becomes i mean in the comics he's Charles' not the only person. Is, is Black Panther for a while? Shuri's is Black Panther, so we could mm-hmm. see that. Um, look, I mean, looking at the titles: Ant Man, the Wasp, Quantum Mania. There is going to be some more multiverse stuff in that. Yeah. Um, in some respect, we're, we're almost returning to some, some of our favourite heroes again. Here, aren't we? The Black Panther, yes. Ant Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, and the Marvel. So, it, it, and these, you know, these these sail through to sort of next summer, twenty twenty three, when we'll, mm-hmm. the last one will come out. So, you know. Um, uh, we've got Blade coming up. We had some hints of Blade and um, Fantastic Four. There's been mm-hmm. I won't spoil too much about what's going on with Miss Marvel, but there's been some hints to some of the other Marvel properties that Marvel didn't previously own that we might see more mm-hmm. of as well. We saw hints of that in Doctor Strange. So I would imagine Phase Five has much more about the you know the Inhumans and um, X Men and things like that. Uh, yeah. which will be a really interesting reboot, especially we deserve a better Fantastic Four, really. Oh, absolutely. Um, but we have to be very, very patient. Yes, it's, fast, not, it's a while away. It is a while so, away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and I think with that, I think we'll stop there. Um, it's getting very hot in here, so we need to stop as well. <laughs> um as always, you can find myself on Twitter at John P. R. and you can find Alex at Alex Hansford. We won't spend too long on that one. Uh, if you want to um, grab our um, feed for our live um, podcast uh, website, it's Um But you can also find us on all podcast catchers. Um, just type in the URL it will appear.
1: Do leave a review if you have that facility because it's always good to get uh, some feedback. Yeah, and, good. Uh, good and bad, also, actually. Also, it's just nice to get some some fan mail. And so, if you've got questions that you want answering, uh, message us on on Twitter, and uh, yeah, we'll start a nice conversation. So we great. can
0: send some um, signed photographs of Bobby to you as well, if you want to. Very <laughs> he's nice got time.
1: he's got plenty. He's got a big pile. Yeah, <laughs> they've all got Union Jacks in them for some reason, but <laughs> it's all good. It's worth it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this has been Play turn, and thank you for listening. <laughs>